Welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, <coughs> conspiracies, and strange phenomena. <coughs> happy one year, folks. Yeah, hap- happy one year. This, this... I restarted. <laughs> no. <laughs> this, this time, in 2017, Jackson and I posted our first podcast. It was on a Wednesday, I think. Then we posted it on the SoundCloud and look where we are now. Yeah iTunes and Spotify. And Google 11 other Play, places. Um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Pod. That's iTunes. Oh, right. Some other places. <laughs> other places that we don't use. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah. So y'all ready to get rolling into the uh, yeah. good stuff? So we have, we have two top... Oh yeah, we're joined by uh, Preston Hart here. Preston, say hello Sorry to the... Oh, hold on. I just want to give a big shout out to Miss Renee Green. She's watching. <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a camera right there. There's a camera over there, and, uh, behind us here. So, um, yeah. There's only one camera. <laughs> but we have, we have two topics today. I'm, I did one, and then Preston did one. I'm, ta- I'm taking a break. I've done more than enough. So, um, so yeah. Who, who wants to start, Preston? I think Preston should go first. You said you were going to go first. Speak okay. up. Do you want to sit closer, maybe? You said you were going to go first. All right, I'll go first. Also, uh, we got a comment. Savannah says, cute pillows in the back. <laughs> I don't think they're really that cute. <laughs> Room looks kind of messy. They're actually kind of ugly. Jeez. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, did, I think we can see you. <laughs> I, uh, I did the disappearance of Elisa Lamb. Oh, interesting about you do? Yeah. Well, maybe sit closer to the mic and give your feedback. I, I know about this one. Thank you. It's creepy. Well, Jeez. All right. Uh, ready, Are you Doug? watching it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching it. Are you watching it still on your phone? Okay, we're the only three watching <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's, it's, the, it's the fun of it. Yeah, it's we're the just... Fun of it. No, nope, there's only I think three she people. Got off. She might have left. No. She might have left. All right. Uh, God, Mom. <laughs> when 21-year-old college student Elisa Lamb was found dead in the water tank of the Sisa Hotel, it's now called, uh, like, the Roanoke Hotel, I believe. No, where is it? Is it in, in uh, Los Angeles, California, yeah. in 2013. Called, is it called the Roanoke Hotel now? It might, it's called something I think else. that's a different hotel. I forget what it's called. I'm sorry. How accurate is your information? (laughs) Very accurate. (laughs) I watched a BuzzFeed video. Good. The mysterious circumstances surrounding her case captured national attention. So this is in 2013, Mm -hmm. so it's very recent. Her body was found after guests of the hotel complained about low water pressure and a strange taste, which led employees to investigate their water tanks. That's where they found Lamb's body floating naked, her clothes, watch, and room key in the water beside her. Her cell phone was never found. The coroner listed her death as drowning, accidental drowning to be exact. Lamb traveled to Los Angeles from Vancouver alone and went missing from her hotel room soon after she arrived. After a week of searching for leads, the LAPD released a video of her last known whereabouts. Uh, I will show y'all a video of the security uh, footage. Mm-hmm. Security camera footage from inside the hotel's elevator. It was shown, it was, uh, it sparked interest from amateur internet sleuths because of her seemingly strange behavior. In the video, Lamb pushes the buttons for several floors at once, then appears to hesitantly poke her head into the hallway and look quickly back and forth before backing into the elevator and ducking into the corner. The elevator door does not close. She pokes her head out again, then leaves the elevator altogether. She stands to the side and gesticulates strangely with her hands 
as if talking to someone, though no one else can be seen on the video. Finally, Lamb leaves the scene entirely and the elevator doors close. Before I continue, I want to say thank you to Baxter for the intro music. Yeah, we almost forgot. I'm sorry. The most plausible explanation is that Lamb had bipolar disorder. Well, it's not uh, like a, a theory. She was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder and took uh, around four or five different types of medication. And according to her autopsy, had only taken her prescribed stimulant medications, but neither of her stabilizers. This may have led to a manic episode, which can cause some bipolar sufferers to experience hallucinating hallucinations oh hey spencer hey spencer hallucinations <laughs> or psychosis if lamb had a manic episode it's possible she thought someone was following her perhaps causing her to hide in the water tank for safety um and an, another belief was that she was on hallucinogenic drugs or alcohol but it was later revealed that quote toxicology studies didn't show acute drug or alcohol intoxication Another belief for the reason of the strange uh, ways in the video was that she was was that ghost and she was believed to be talking to the ghost of Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker, who was a known Satanist. Satan. Yes. Uh, these theories don't satisfy everyone, however. The hotel's water tanks are not easy to access. They are located on the roof of the Cecil and only hotel staff keys unlock the doors to the roof. Lamb could have used the fire escape to get onto the roof, but those trigger alarms, and hotel staff say there were never any alarms the night she disappeared. Also, the openings to the water tanks are 10 feet up and require a ladder to reach, but there were none around the night. Lamb ended up inside. The lid to the tank is 20 pounds and was also not hinged, leading some to wonder how the lid was closed if she got in on her own accord. Then there's the history of the Cecil Hotel her, the, itself, a hotel with a storied and gory reputation. Is it, is it haunted? I will get to that. Good. Notorious serial killer, like I said, Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, lived there in 19, between 1984 and 1985 while he killed 13 people. Jack Unterweger, an Australian serial killer, stayed there in 1991. An unsolved murder from 1964 happened there, and it's also believed to be the last place the Black Dahlia was seen alive in 1947. There were also several suicides, including one where the victim fell on top of a pedestrian, killing them both. Uh, yeah, this has long led to this has led longtime residents of the Cecil to call it the Suicide Hotel. The Grizzly Pass only helped fuel the paranormal theories, but trust by Lamb's unsettling behavior in the video. Even the footage itself is a focus of some conspiracy theorists who allege that the timestamp in the bottom of the frame skips forward as if a minute of footage were removed. It is also noted that at times while Lamb appears to speak to someone, her mouth is pixelated, obscuring her words. So I'm going to show you part, uh, just a snippet of the video real quick. Yeah. Let's see a snippet. So if you go on YouTube and type in Elisa Lamb, it's the first thing that pops up. It has 22 million views and it's around four minutes long. She looks calm right there. Well, yeah. So this is her just pushing all the buttons and then she's like peering out as if someone's following her or she's talking to someone. And then if we, oh, here, here she is walking out of the elevator completely as she's still pushing some of the buttons. And then she's gonna, I believe in this part, she starts to look like she's talking to someone. Right there. Yeah. She's like moving all like weird like too. Anyways. That's creepy. Yeah. Huh? I it's, think I watched that on like a video of it on YouTube. That's I think really that was weird. in a Watch Mojo video, like yeah. 10 like yeah. unsolved deaths or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Thanks for the support, Spencer. What did he say? He's just doing a bunch of emojis. 
Finally, in an even more bizarre coincidence, there, it was discovered that a tuberculosis drug was being studied nearby the Cecil. The name of the drug was Lamb Elisa. While nothing has been found connecting Lamb her death with this study, it's just one it's just one more thing in a series of strange circumstances that ensures that Elisa Lamb's death will be a source of fascination and speculation for a long time to come. Uh, one theory about her being murdered uh, was disproven uh, because there were no, she had no signs of trauma on her body, but some people still believe that she was either murdered before she got into the chamber or was forcibly drowned. And a very popular theory uh, that is a bit of a stretch that some people believe in is that she was playing the elevator ritual. And I'm gonna oh, read. That's it. weird. Um, do you know? Uh, yeah, you've heard of it. It's, it's creepy. It's so weird. So it's a solo game. I'm about to read the entire rules of it. Uh, it's a solo game, and only one person should attempt the ritual. If more than one person is present, the game won't work. Choose a building that is at least 10 stories high, preferably at night when the building is virtually empty, and also ensure it has an elevator in good working order that has at least a 10-floor capacity. Failure to adhere to these three basic uh, requirements will mean automatic failure. Once you have selected a suitable building, the following steps need to be followed to the letter. After entering the building, call the elevator, and if there is anyone on it, do not proceed. Do not enter the lift unless you are alone. Press button to the fourth floor. When you reach the fourth floor, let the doors open, but do not get out. Remain in the elevator and press button two. At the second floor, stay in the elevator and press the button to floor six. At the sixth floor, remain in the elevator and press button to floor two. At the second floor, stay in the elevator and press the button to floor 10. When you reach the 10th floor, remain in the elevator and press the button to floor five. On the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her, do not speak to her, she is not what she seems. Quickly press the button for floor one. If the elevator begins to climb to the 10th floor instead of descending to the first, you may proceed. If the elevator descends to the first floor, exit as soon as you, as the doors open. Do not look back and do not speak. If you reach the 10th floor, you may get out of the elevator or choose to stay on. If you do get off and the woman did enter the elevator on the fifth floor, she will ask you, where are you going? Do not answer her and do not look at her. You will know whether you have arrived at the other world. You will be the only person in it. Uh, if you stay on the elevator on the 10th floor, press the button for the first floor. If it doesn't work, don't panic. Keep pressing it until it does. When the elevator reaches floor one, exit as soon as the door opens. Do not look back and do not speak. If you exit the elevator at the 10th floor, you have successfully reached the other world. When you step out of the elevator, it will look identical to the world you just left. However, there will be two things to look out for. There will be no light, and when you look out the window, you will see a red cross in the distance. Do not try and video your experience as electronic devices, mobile phones, cameras, etc. don't work. If they do, you have not reached the other world. Be watchful and alert at all times. If you faint or pass out during the game, you will probably wake up in your own home. If this happens, be sure to thoroughly examine your surroundings as the home you wake up in may not be the one you are used to. Getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. You may become confused and forget which elevator you arrived in. The elevator may also seem to be out of reach and get further and further away as you walk towards it. You must see, use the same elevator to return as the one in which you arrived. When you enter the elevator, press the buttons in the same order you did in steps 2 through 8 on your journey out. You should finish on floor 5. When you reach the 5th floor, press the button for floor 1. The elevator... <laughs> Should we tell that later? Yeah, let's tell it later. Okay. We'll get to the origin story of Night Swims in a little bit. 
When you reach the fifth floor, press the button for floor one. The elevator will begin to climb to the tenth floor. Press any other floor buttons to cancel the ascension. You must do this before you reach floor ten. When you reach the first floor, check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems strange, even the minus the the min the smallest detail. It's a weird word. Do not exit. It's minutist or whatever. Minutist. If you think something think is wrong, minutus. Minutus. I don't know. That's weird. If you think something is wrong, repeat step two until your surroundings look as they should. Once you are confident you have returned to your own world, you may safely leave the elevator. When and if you return to the real world, be sure to share your experiences. So I'm that, kind of intrigued now, but that that's still terrifying. So that pe- some people believe that she was tr- that she was playing the elevator game. So that's another theory about why she looks all... Uh, yeah, but she pressed all the buttons. Yeah, that's why it's kind of a stretch. Yeah. And not that... Uh, it's a stretch, but I like it. <laughs> it's not that uh, well well supported. Yeah. But yes, that is the mysterious disappearance of Elisa Lamb. I like the elevator theory, though. It kind of adds sort of a creepiness to it, even though it's already creepy. I thought you said you had a ton. I did. I just read through it fast. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. How long are we at right now? We're at 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, that was that, was, really fast. that was fast. I feel <laughs> bad now. I want to remind everyone. Hey, you want to take a break and tell the origin story? Yeah, but real quick, I want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by the Preston Hart Lawn Care Business. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get an ad. If you're going to spend all day sitting on your ass, have Preston Hart come cut your grass. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> Thank you. I've waited three weeks to tell that. Is that really what you, like the joke that you were going to Yeah, tell? look, I wrote it. I wrote it down. You, you should get one of those oh big old God. magnets, like the things, and put that as your logo and stuff. You're it's welcome. Now you have a slogan. Yeah. So, I should get some conversation. I could see Preston, like his logo should be him, like with one of those big-headed caricatures just sitting on a lawnmower, <laughs> and then the slogan underneath. Yeah. That'd be good. It's a good slogan. Yeah. I was proud of it. That'd be funny. So do you want to tell the origin story? I mean, I don't, take I, it away. I don't. <laughs> I thought you knew it. Oh, it was my idea. Yeah. Wait. Bridges was the one that wanted to hear it. Well, that it was my idea. That was really it. Yeah. Well, apparently there's some story. I mean, that's the story. I I was a big fan of podcasts. I started listening to podcasts over the summer, going into our freshman year of college. I listened to like four, I think, a week of just like a bunch of different people that I listen to uh, periodically. And then uh, I texted Douglas if he wanted to start a podcast. No, no. Well, I, I introduced no, no. him to a podcast. Yeah, and then I texted you and I said, hey, man, you know what would be cool? We should start a podcast. What? Preston Hart commented, who is the guy in the middle? Of the, in the middle? He's hot as shit. <laughs> Damn. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> But yeah, Douglas, I guess we texted each other that we that we both wanted to start a podcast. I had been thinking about it, I guess, for a long time when I started listening to uh, one called Views by these guys named David Dobrik and Jason Nash. It's pretty and so, funny. Yeah. yeah. So then we decided that we were going to uh, make a podcast. And we didn't know what it was going to be about, obviously, if you listen to any of the old ones, which... Some of them were, some of them were really good. Like, we had some gems, but there was really no really, like... We, we were just so random and sporadic with them. Like, we were just all over the place. Yeah, we didn't really have a set idea. And then when we got into Spotify, we tried to do the same thing, but a little more organized. 
And then... <laughs> what's the real story? That is the real story. Bridges <laughs> is asking, what's the real story? And he... He's confused. He said, please don't tell that story. That is the real story, the one that we just told. That's how we came up with the Night Swims Do we podcast. not know our own story? No, we do. That's how it happened. Then we went. We uh, we then spent a couple weeks trying to buy mics. Remember, we went to uh, we we went to one place that we for some reason thought there. We, we went know, to we went to Best Guitar Buy. Center, Best Buy, Walmart. We went to Walmart. Yeah, yeah, that was the place we went. We went to like four different places one day. We didn't find any uh. We never found any mics. And then he ordered mics online, and then I Googled. ordered two mics online. And then for Christmas, my parents got me two more yeah. so that we could have more guests on. And then and, yeah. I I just looked up what the best thing to record with, uh, and so we used GarageBand to record. And then I just converted to an MP3 player, and then oh, and then we where, how many how many podcasts do we have? You think we probably got? I know on um, we've SoundCloud made, we posted at least twenty seven. Uh, this, this is going to be our 10th or 11th one on uh, Spotify and iTunes. So This um, is our 11th podcast on... Because there uh, are some that we haven't posted and those will never be released. We had, we had 26 episodes on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Why will they never be released? It's just, you know... Yeah, we, had, we had 26 episodes... It's some really personal talks. We had 26 <laughs> on uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud and then I think 11 before we decided to do conspiracy theories mm-hmm. or maybe like 13 or 14 so we're, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. we're almost at 50 oh, really? I want to say Jesus. I don't know we, we can do the exact math later yeah it's been a lot we've gone through three logos and I guess 50 podcasts so three seasons technically yeah. first season was on Spotify or SoundCloud second season was strictly was our new start to Spotify and then our third season, if you want to call it that, is what we do now when we go over mysteries, conspiracies, strange phenomena. I think, like yeah, I think Spotify, getting on Spotify and iTunes was definitely a catalyst to, like, I guess, getting our um, our new focus on with the mysteries and stuff. We wanted to take it a little more seriously. but um, And now we have yet to miss a week, I think. Yeah. 11 weeks, 11 weeks in this new, or 12 weeks. I, no, 11 weeks, I think. 10 or 11 weeks in this new way. What? Liars. Liars? What does that mean? We haven't missed a week, no, have we? we? Ha- if we missed a week, we posted two podcasts in one week. Alright, I'll look. I'll yeah, look. y'all didn't miss a week. We did. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, y'all did. Yeah. September... F- oh, God, we did miss a week. <laughs> our first podcast was on September 14th, and our next one was on September 26th. Yeah. And then it's October. And you missed one from October 13th. And we took to a short hiatus. We took a short hiatus for uh, final exams. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the summer. Yeah, and then we also did. Or at the end. Because of, of North year, Carolina, right? we also missed it. We went to North. Yeah. North Carolina. Well, we planned on uh, recording one up there, but we didn't. Yeah. It was a euphoric time. It's very fun. It's my favorite word. <laughs> euphoric. Euphoric. All right. Well, we should really get. We should. Should we broadcast that we're live streaming? Broadcast it where? Like on like a Snapchat. Like I could use like my, on my Instagram story yeah, or sure. something. All right. <coughs> How many people are watching? Five. Five. Oh my god. It's actually a big number for us. Yeah. Six. Oh wait, hold on. Let me take a picture. This is great. Are y'all having fun? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep the podcast going. Come on. All right, Preston. So while I'm doing this, why don't you go ahead and start with your theory? Why are you Let's doing get it going. That? I'm posting to my Instagram story about us doing this. Making oh. the uh Do it. Well Wait, who's the sixth person? Who just joined? 
Oh. All right. Is it Hold behind on. for y'all too? Yeah, no. Bridges, put a smiley face. Wait for it. Wait for it. It'll be like five seconds. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's coming. Uh, I, this is gonna be good for our audio listeners. There we go. There we go. There we go. Wait. wait. Yeah, they'll be fine. All right. <laughs> well, so expl- do you want to explain what your theory? So you're not gonna do it. Or what on, your Bridges. your topic is today. I am doing the conspiracy theory that Adolf Hitler did not die in the Fuhrer bunker in 1945. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. I've never heard we, this we, before. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have heard a lot. Like the last time that I did this on the podcast and then Jackson, Jackson deleted Jackson it. Jackson deleted yeah. it. I did it by accident. Had, because we were making fun of him too much. Yeah. He deleted yeah. it. I, I did it. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. How do I, uh, the last one you did was good, but I feel like you have a lot more... Uh, Stuff. So it's actually called the Führer Bunker. Yeah, that was the name of his bunker oh. in Germany. Hmm. Um. Okay. So a lot of my information is from a speech that I wrote for public speaking last year. So if it sounds weird, it was because I was. Yeah, being, it looks very formal. I was being graded on it, which I got like a ninety-eight. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Um. First, I would like to talk about the belief of most people, which is that Adolf Hitler died in the Führer bunker in 1945. According to an article on History.com, German officers warn Adolf Hitler of the Soviets quickly approaching and urge him to escape. But it is said that he instead chose to commit suicide. The belief is that Hitler and Eva Braun committed a double suicide by taking a cyanide capsule together, and then Hitler proceeded to shoot himself as well. Uh, well, Hitler shooting himself, that's actually thats actually going to be an important Thing later. Okay. So remember right. that. Right. Okay. Uh, Eva Braun I already forgot was, it. Eva Braun was never said to have shot herself, which is also important. Okay. Uh, her supposed death was by the cyanide capsule. Um, <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, Mr. Doug. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, this article then tells of how the bodies were taken out of the garden, out to the gardens outside, and the bunker of the bunker, and burned by the Nazi soldiers. Later, the Soviets arrived and completely overtook Berlin. They then discovered the bodies that the German soldiers were claiming to be Hitler and Eva Braun. However, because of the bo- because the bodies weren't burnt, were burnt, no one could positively ide- identify the bodies. With it being a time of war, the body was not taken into further investigation, and the forensics of the scene were not taking proper taken properly because there were so many dead bodies around. Hmm. Uh, it was not treated as if it was like a crime scene like today. Like if that would have happened today, like people would go in and like CSI and yeah. but all like, that stuff. For- forensics. Forensics. DNA. Forensics. <laughs> That's a job. I want to do it. Bridges said, does a teacher have the right to give homework to a homeless kid? No, Bridges. Let me ask you this question. Can you put a homeless man on house arrest? I guess not. There's your answer. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. All right. Um, despite this common belief, there are plenty of people who are convinced that Hitler did not die in this bunker in 1945, and I am one of those people. <gasps> okay, so former CIA operative Bob Baer and war crimes investigator John Sinchich. Sinch- 
put together a deep investigation of the death of Adolf Hitler and made a TV series on the History Channel called Hunting Hitler from their findings. I think I've watched that. Um, the show also includes a Special Forces agent of the U.S. Army, Tim Kennedy. Uh, Tim was involved in tracking down bin Laden, and he uses the same techniques to track down Hitler to see where his possible escape could have led him to. This show consists of three seasons, or around 30 episodes of evidence of Hitler's escape. Each episode is probably about like an hour long, so that's a lot of information on it. Yeah. Um, in 2014, an executive order released 700 pages of FBI and CIA classified files to the public. Plenty of these files discuss an active U.S. investigation into the whereabouts of Adolf Hitler years after his death. These files also inter- also offer interviews from the Nuremberg trials where Nazi members discuss Hitler escaping Berlin in 1945. The Soviets have to have had have had the supposed remains of Adolf Hitler since 1945. However, in 2009, they allowed an American scientist to test the skull. The result found that the skull actually had belonged to a woman. Uh, some say that this may have been the skull of Eva Braun, but it had a it had a bullet exit hole and it and it was never said that Braun had committed I mean had shot herself like Hitler did. So if it was Hitler's skull that makes sense because it had a bullet hole. Yeah. And he shot himself supposedly, but it was a female skull. So that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um but then recently, like I was telling you right before we started the podcast, recently in like May of this year, 2018, they, a French scientist went and uh, tested the teeth of the skull. And even though they said it's a female skull in 2009, they say now that the teeth proves that it's Hitler's skull, which doesn't really make sense. And Americans are better than the French, so. Well, I've heard things saying the, the French always quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there is, I think there's a theory out there that we're saying that, like, I might, I might be completely wrong about this, but I've heard stuff that, like, they're saying that Hitler is actually a woman because he had, like, womanly uh, He was also apparently and, into cross-dressing. In yeah. And he had a very, uh, he had strange fetishes. Probably childhood believed. stuff, you know, rough childhood, <laughs> you know. Art school, not getting in. <laughs> Turn him into a tranny. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I did not know that about Hitler. That's weird. What if he was a woman? That'd be weird. Uh, and then, like... I don't think a woman could lead that big of a, <laughs> that big of a nation, though. What? They aren't listening. <laughs> They're women. Night swims, just toss some followers. Yeah, we're going to lose a lot of followers. <laughs> By the way, I only said that to piss off Savannah. You don't yeah. have to unfollow Night Swims. Savannah is also referred to as our general manager. Former. Uh, former general manager. But then she got hired back. She's about to get fired again. Yeah. If you speak up like that again, you will get fired. How do y'all have a woman as a general manager? That doesn't make sense. Well, I was up for the running as general Uh, manager, but I'm a host, and that just wouldn't work. Yeah, and I'm the co-host. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, what? What? what, what? (laughs) No, we're both co-hosts. You just said you're. You agreed that I'm the host, and you just said you're the co-host. We're co-hosts. You did agree. We're co-hosts. He couldn't do this by himself. I Y'all had this argument the other night. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I could you hacking the mainframe and everything. I, I do this. I do my part. Hack you do the main your part. I do my part. You do your part. I do it's more. Fifty fifty. I don't think so. It's Not 50, recently. 50. Recently, Not recently it's been seventy five twenty five. No, recently it's been like sixty five four thirty five. 
What have you been doing? I've been recording and giving commentary and making jokes and uploading and editing and everything. Okay, two of those things... Okay, three of those things... One of those things you don't even do. Two of those things you sit around and wait for it to happen. One of those things I don't do, which one? Editing. I do edit. You don't edit. Pushing and... It's not editing. Record is editing because it edits the length of the podcast. It edits when the podcast starts and when it ends. (laughs) Okay, so you push a button. Cool. Comment if you think I do work. Live stream viewers. Yeah. Please and thank uh, you. Not Preston. That's not fair. You You don't. You don't. You don't. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. That's going to come in like way before. (laughs) Bridget said big yikes. (laughs) All right. Continue with your theme. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think I kind of just like skipped over it, but like the files that are saying all of this stuff, I mean, I said it, but like it's like FBI and CIA files. It's not just like people said yeah. it and mentioned like this is like real stuff. Okay. So the FBI and CIA files mentioned plenty of times that they believed that he fled to Argentina on a German U boat. Uh, the team for the show, Hunting Hitler, followed these reports and found a self-sufficient compound with Nazi memorabilia and ammunition in the forest located on the shores of Argentina at a location that one of these files suggested that he may have fled to. Uh, it is a well-known fact that thousands of Nazis escaped Berlin and fled to other places in South America and Europe. Um, some okay. of these... Everyone's saying I do nothing. <laughs> Douglas MVP. What? <laughs> oh! Laura Hampton joined. Douglas's big sister. Hey, Laura Hampton. Hey, Laura Hampton. Hello. I'm watching it too. We have seven viewers. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Let's do some math. Three of you, two of you, No, he's not watching it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe if you if you were the right general manager and you like brought eight, like you put on like maybe like a story or eight something. Eight people. That people mm-hmm. knew how to get to this, you know? <coughs> then we maybe people. have some more viewers yeah do your job what's up laura hanson i think eight's pretty good i literally thought we were gonna have two wait who else joined we're at eight now i think it's just laura hampton i wish we could see who's doing it oh well sorry i will okay um so the compound yeah uh it is a well-known fact that thousands of nazis escaped berlin and fled to other places in south america and europe some of these were very high-ranking Nazis, such as Adolf Eichmann, which was the creator of the Final Solution, and Joseph Joseph Mengele, the angel of death behind all the murders at Auschwitz. Um, after talking to locals in the towns closest to the compound that was found in the forest, they received multiple first-hand accounts of people who say that they saw Hitler in Argentina. Uh, I watched this entire documentary and thought that maybe they were lying, but all of these people were extremely old and very hesitant about giving up their information. So it kind of made me think, like, why would they lie? Like, they're, like, old as crap. So. <laughs> like, what have they got to lose? <laughs> it's confirmed old people don't lie. Yeah. Is it confirmed? Preston just gave us some yeah, very good evidence. Old people do not it's pretty lie. pretty damning evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's old people. The reason that they were hesitant is because they were afraid because Argentina and many other nations were Nazi, Nazi sympathizers in the years following the war. Uh and after considering all this, I determined that these people were not lying about their sightings. Um, another piece of suspicion is that the almost apprehension in Argentina. I found this evidence with my own research, not from the History Channel documentary, 
Um, according to an article on listverse.com, on the night that many experts believe that Hitler would have arrived in Argentina, a patrol unit with, an, with the Argentinian police had an opportunity to apprehend him but missed their chance. Uh, the police had received reports of strange activity on the beach. It was said that there were weird lights flashing back and forth along the beach. Uh, they then apprehended, apprehended a German man using Morse code to signal to an un unknown vessel. And after a night of interrogation, the man admitted to trying to contact a German submarine that wanted to unload on the shore. Um, the next day, they went to shore and followed the tracks that led them to a camp of German soldiers. Uh, they then arrested these soldiers, and after apprehending the group, they were ordered to stand down, forget that the matter ever happened, and release the prisoners. By their, They were told this by their superiors. Hmm. So that's just... That's basically all I did for my speech in public speaking last year. <laughs> but, like, here's the some of the pictures from the hunting Hitler thing. So this is one of them. Like, this is him, like, well-known picture. This is one that they said was him, like, as no an mustache. older. No mustache. Yeah. Doggies. No, no Hitler mustache. We're going to need that photo. I'll, I'll handle it. We'll, we yeah. can post a screen cap. Because I, I do everything. We can post, <laughs> we can post a screen cap of uh, the video of Elisa Lamb as well. Yeah, no, I was going to do that. And they say this one was on there, but I don't like. I I don't really think that's Hitler. I don't think it looks that's like him. It does kind of look like him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of does, but like. They cover the eyes, so it's hard. To yeah, tell. and I mean, like he has the Hitler mustache, but like if you're Adolf Hitler and you escaped, like shave your damn mustache. Like that's gonna be like a dead giveaway. <laughs> that's his pride and joy. <laughs> he couldn't get rid of that. Um. So yeah. And then here's like another thing, but. How much time are we at? I don't know if I should just read this entire website. Uh, we're only at 33 minutes. You're fine. It's only it's not even seven o'clock yet, so you got plenty of time. Okay. Oh boy. I mean, I'm not worried about that. I'm just. I didn't know. Uh. Okay, so this is a website, thedailybeast.com. You ever heard of that? Reliable. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> we lost three viewers. <laughs> That's well, all you're focusing on. I stopped watching. Hey. Got one of them then. Y'all want one of them. Oh, we lost another one. <coughs> Man. We did? God. This hurt. Bridget said, can we get some tits on the camera, please? <laughs> this feels like a sexist podcast. Savannah, stick your arm out. She, she already did. Yeah, earlier I did. She snuck into the back and started doing that. <laughs> All right, well, there's two girls back there. Arm just two girls. That's it. Just, just two girls. Can I think of their name? It's Mary Ashley, my girlfriend, back there. And Savannah, my girlfriend. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there okay. you are. You happy now? <laughs> Fish, fishing? You done fishing? We're, we need to talk about Hitler, all right? Yeah. So, uh, not name an dropping. Important male figure in history. Yeah. I, I don't Can really you give know. us an important female figure in history? Nope. She can't. Nope. <laughs> there are none. Who? Frida the artist. Huh. What? Oh. You came up a with painter. an artist. <laughs> That's not a real yeah, person. Not a real That's a person. Mascot. Yep, correct. All the women. Okay, you know what? Oh. We're going to talk about all these little guys who did stuff in World War II. Guess who's at, who was at home making the war happen? Who wasn't Mary Ashley? Huh. Women hmm. in the factories. Look it up. It's in museums. Yeah, who died? <laughs> not the women. Exactly. Because they're smart. Y'all weren't forced to go fight. <laughs> they can't. The people on the podcast, like, they won't be able to hear what they're saying. No, it picks it up. Does it? Yeah. Barely. Huh. Hmm? Barely. It'll still pick that it up. That was a bad part. 
That was funny. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> I'm pretty proud. Why of that. That was funny. do you always do that when we're recording? Do what? Well, well, something will happen, like an interaction. Then when it's over, you're like, oh, that wasn't a good thing for the podcast. It probably wasn't. But who cares? It's a podcast. Yeah. It's us being our natural selves no, and just informing the viewers. I talk about All right, like, fight when night. someone's in the background. Night fight night. Live. Get on Instagram right now. They, they can hear that. Oh, no, I know. What? You shut up. <laughs> all right, just I don't know. All right, I get, don't know. Explain the uh, the Daily Beast website. Okay, uh, Jerome Corsi is a bona fide con- conspiracy theorist. Uh, since 2004 is unfit for command, the New York Times best-selling and wildly denounced takedown of the then presidential John Kerry Corsi. Whatever. Uh, candidate John Kerry. Corsi has... Tra- I, I read that and I was like, wait, he hasn't been president. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, Corsi has churned out a constant stream of articles and books pushing uh, unsubstantiated... Read that word for me, Jackson. Unsubstantiated ideas. ideas wow. on everything from the origin of oil to the U.S.'s role in 9-11 to Barack Obama's nationality. <laughs> This man seems very reliable. All oh, yeah. while waving his Harvard PhD. I like that. Wing All right, there you go. He has a Harvard PhD. As know. some kind of evidence, evidence that he's not a complete and utter wingnut. Wingnut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corsi's latest hypothesis detailed in his new book, Hunting Hitler. Oh, man. It's the same book title. based. Huh. Is that the German dictator didn't actually kill himself alongside wife Eva Braun in his Berlin bunker as history books would have us believe. According to Corsi, Hitler actually escaped Germany as the Third Reich fell, and he did it with the help of none other than the U.S. government. Okay, I've never heard of this. Whoa, okay, let's see. Okay, this seems stupid in my opinion, but I'm going to keep reading it. It's a theory. Yep. Corsi's argument is that there's no real proof Hitler didn't escape. The world has long been willing to accept, accept the fact, the idea that Hitler shot himself while Braun took cyanide. But where is the photographic evidence? The world's most notorious genocidal maniac shot himself in a private bunker and no one took pictures. Corsi doesn't buy it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I just want to... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. It says, it says notorious. I was going to say, the, the biggest genocidal maniac in history is actually Benito Mussolini. He killed more people than Hitler. Uh, I but think notorious Stalin. means like more well-known. No, Stalin wasn't a killer. He was just working with the Germans. But then he no, switched Stalin sides killed Stalin. like Stalin killed yeah. like two hundred and fifty million of his own people. No way. <coughs> yes, yeah. Google it. No, I'll Google it. I'll, right I'll now. Google it. You you read. All right. Yeah, for real. I was like, just, Stalin I, I'm, killed. I'm so pretty many sure people. Mussolini. I thought it was Mussolini that killed more people than Hitler. I think it goes. No, Stalin. Joseph <coughs> Stalin kill count. I was about to rank <laughs> evil count. dictators. <laughs> Twenty million or higher. Okay, now we're going to no, look at Hitler on. kill count. Okay, that's like... <laughs> oh, wait. How many people did Joseph Stalin kill? Not images. Okay, all. 20, 20 million. million? Yeah. That's bullcrap. And I'm going to look up Hitler's kill count. Hitler was a good amount. Hitler kill count. Oh, Hitler versus Stalin. Who killed more? There we go. It doesn't really have a number. It just has words. Huh. Well, read, damn The it. total number of non-combatants killed by the Germans is about 11 million. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, so that's... Hmm. 
That's really... I guess Stalin did kill more. Mm-hmm. You're Googling Mussolini. Mussolini now? kill count. I don't think Mussolini... Only 400,000? Yeah. Mussolini didn't even come Maybe close. it was Stalin yeah. that I was thinking of. I think yeah. it was. All right. But I thought that number was a lot bigger. Well, to sum it up, the United States worked with a, a, a genocidal maniac. Apparently. Wait, are we going to read this or are we just summing it up now? Well, I think I, I think I want to hear it. Yeah, I okay. want to hear like why he thinks the U.S. government <coughs> helped. All right, Corsi's argument at the, the, the blah blah blah. Okay, what really <laughs> solidified Corsi's suspicion, suspicions, however, was the fact that in 2009, American archaeologists—this is skull fragments. I already said that. No, no, no. Women, no. The women's skull fragments. Yeah. And found that they didn't belong to Hitler at all. They were. Then there were alleged doubts from both Stalin and Eisenhower about Hitler's death. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that in my speech. There was something, um, who was the leader of, the, who was the leader of, like, Great Britain at the time? Winston Churchill. That's what I thought. Mm. Winston Churchill had a meeting with, like, Stalin, and he asked him directly, is Adolf Hitler dead? And Joseph Stalin, remember, like, the Russians and the Soviet, like, the Soviets, were the people who found Adolf Hitler's body and the people who say that they have his body. Yeah. Well, whenever Churchill was... I'm not reading this, so it might be a little bit wrong, but Churchill was talking to Stalin and asked directly, is Adolf Hitler dead? And Joseph Stalin said no. Just and this was... The, yeah. Like, this was in 1945, right after he was supposedly committed suicide. Hmm. Um... Then there were alleged doubts from both Stalin and Eisenhower about Hitler's death and the U.S.'s inability to obtain any of the fewer's, 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 I don't know what the freaking word is. There's a 20 second delay on the live video. Okay. Physical remains. And the the absence of any testimony from witnesses who heard the shots from the bunker. All this led Corsi to conclude that U.S. intelligence agents, including Alan Dunes, who later became director of the CIA. Oh, hey hey Marley. She joined. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if she's still watching, but... Helped Hitler and Braun escape to Argentina. There, Corsi claims the two retired peacefully in a mansion built by the German expats hidden by the Bariloche Forest, which is... Bariloche Forest is where hunting Hitler took place, by the way. That's, like, where they found that bunker thing. Um, the Fuhrer bunker? No, the Fuhrer bunker is in Berlin. That's, oh. like, the name of, like, his bunker that he had oh, yeah. during the whole thing. In the war, um, but the Bariloche Forest is where they found like the Nazi memorabilia and everything in that like oh, okay. random place in the middle of the forest. Mm. Okay, dude, the Nazis had so many secrets. They really did. It's <coughs> probably crazy. had a lot of treasure too. Probably, yeah, yeah. for real. Uh, Corsi is not the first to pro- propagate such a theory. Isra- Israeli f- filmmakers Noah Shalev and Pablo Weschler's 2012 documentary Hitler in Argentina suggest Hitler was living in an Argentine hotel before he died in 1965. Uh, the film points to some of the same evidence Corsi uses. In 2013, auth- authors Simon Dunstan and Gerard Williams made a documentary based on their 2011 book Grey Wolf, The Escape of Adolf Hitler in which they argue that U.S. intelligence officers, officials allowed Hitler to escape in exchange for Nazi war ne- technology. Huh. It's a theory so widespread that they were able to, able, they were able quickly... They were able to quickly, quickly dismiss. Quickly. Wow. The Daily Beast has a grammatical yeah. error. All right. 
That's enough. I've heard enough. Yep, me too. <laughs> Dismissing Argentine journalist accusations of plagiarism. Theories about whether Hitler killed himself have been circulating since Joseph Stalin first suggested he dif- didn't. That's what I was talking about. But Corsi brings no new solid evidence to the discussion. He may have a PhD from Harvard, but Corsi, a staff reporter at the conservative website WorldNet Daily, is a conspiracy theorist extraordinaire. Um, he believes that the U.S. government covered up information about 9/11, which I believe you also do a podcast on. You might. That'd be pretty. We got, good. There's so many stuff to do, though. There is. What'd she say? 9/11's our general manager's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's depressing. It is. So that's, that's basically really it. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, they just that yeah, that article essentially just goes over. So Jackson. Of course you feel like that. Did Hitler escape, do you think? You know, for the sake of just having like theories like this be true, I wanna I wanna believe that he did. Because one, there is no evidence. And it, everything that they thought to be Hitler's body remains or whatever have been disproven, mm-hmm. except for what Preston said earlier like the about the teeth and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, except for what Preston said sense. earlier about the French dude who suddenly out of nowhere was just like the only person to be it was like, oh yeah, it's actually Hitler. After someone saying, oh no, it's not Hitler. And like they said that it's a female skull. Yeah, which so just doesn't make sense. That varies. There's but again, it's also believed that Hitler uh, had a secret life of like cross dressing and was a homosexual as well. That's what 128-year-old man claims that he is Adolf Hitler. That's fine. I don't see it. It says not the news. (laughs) It's probably just some dude with dementia. Yeah, for real. I didn't even know there was someone that has lived to be 128 or over 115. I feel like this this website is just a bunch of stuff. I feel like that guy's probably like 80 years old and they just put this title on here. Yeah, this wife reads out her husband's affair text at their wedding instead of her vows. Who would no wait to do that? Yeah, that's kind of messed up. I kind of want to read that now. Well, you can get back. <laughs> After the podcast. Do you think... Do you think uh, he escaped Douglas? I mean, I guess... I know Preston like you, does, just so for the sake ask. of the podcast and for the sake of... The theories and it, and just for the fun of it, yeah. The theory was very uh, supportive. Yeah. Like it had, a, it did show a lot of evidence. Yeah. But in regards to Elisa Lamb, what do you think happened there? I. That's weird. That I have no idea. That is a. It's still unsolved. But I like I like the theory about the uh, elevator ritual. I like that, but it just doesn't seem like those two add up. My best guess is that it's just like a bipolar thing. Yeah. Manic state, but But again, like the fact know. that how she ended up in the um, the water, water tank, t- tank yeah. and with it being closed on the outside. Exactly. I remember, I don't know if you said this, but it was like the lid to that water tank was like heavy yeah, it's, it's, it's 20 pounds. No, I think it was more than that. Was it? Can't be, yeah. It can't be a video pounds. A video I watched said it was around 20 pounds. Huh. No, I read something. It was saying that that lid was like more than her body weight. Yeah. So like there was no way that she and could And also, I, I don't know if I specifically mentioned it, but she was essentially naked and all her belongings were floating next to her. Yeah. And she, it was, she wasn't floating uh, like under the water like someone who drowns does. She was floating above water huh. like somebody who, that was dumped. Yeah, but peop- the autopsy only said it was accidental drowning because that's all they could really conclude. Hmm. Yeah, there's the possession theories, murder theories, manic state, and then the elevator game theory, which just, I think it, that just like but that doesn't really murdered. like that doesn't really, really that, lead. It to, doesn't add up. The elevator game doesn't really lead to like how she got 
uh, in the tank. It just leads to like why she's acting so weird in the video. But yeah, I believe that she was murdered. Mm -hmm. I think she was murdered. Well, Douglas, is there uh, anything else you feel like discussing on our? Man, I brought nothing to the table. Anything? Anything else you feel like discussing on our one year? Um. I'd like to hear the real story of how y'all got started. I honestly don't know. That is the real story. Yeah. What we discussed is the uh, real story. It was just, I watched podcasts for about four months. Or I'd been listening to podcasts. We need to go through it again. Yeah, I'd just been listening to podcasts for four months, and then eventually one day we were just like, let's make a podcast. Because yeah. it doesn't cost, well, it costs money for the mics, but essentially. Well, we were paying $15 a month. For Spotify. For, no, for SoundCloud. Or for SoundCloud. Yeah. But yeah, now Spotify and iTunes are free. I'm just. Yeah, we get it's weird. We get on there for free. We're official. Yep. Yeah, we are official. Wait till we're verified on. Uh, and we get actual ads stuff. that yeah. pay yeah. instead of free ones that come up with slogans. Just imagine. I did not come up. With imagine if this becomes yeah, like our main job. <laughs> that would be. And cool. we have like celebrities on and stuff. <laughs> Who? Who? Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Hugh, oh. Hugh Jackman. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> you have our own get in the cage with Nick Cage. <laughs> no, we bring him on. We talk about the theory how people believe he's a vampire. Oh, yeah. And then he kills us. Because <laughs> he is one. But yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching. There's like four people, I think. Three. Three Savannah, people. Savannah said, what are your favorite podcasts? Oh, okay. I can go over that. Uh, armchair Expert Views. Uh, Tiny Meat Gang, which is a, a comedy podcast, and that's why we drink sports ball, but it got canceled. Off Topic and the Roost Teeth podcast. I have them all pulled up. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I listened to about one, two, three, Katie, and, and my Katie own. Kelly joined. <gasps> hey, Katie. Hey, Katie. Hey, Katie. A little oh, late. You think she'll say anything? But yeah, I listened to... I doubt it. Come on, Katie. I listened to roughly seven or eight podcasts a week. Just I like haven't really listened to any podcasts recently. Not at all. Preston, what are some of your favorite podcasts? I this really one. only listen to this one, and and Katie said Snapchat me back at Preston Hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really only listen to this one, and, and that's why we drink. And that's yeah. why we drink. I've listened to at least one episode. I listen to it. It's pretty good. As well. I've listened to like 60-something episodes, <laughs> and, that's, and that's why we I drink. Probably, I've probably listened to that amount, are we, too. Are we similar to them? Uh, yeah, somewhat. Like, I think they've covered, uh, I don't think they covered Roanoke, actually. They just do ghosts yeah. and true crime. Yeah. No, but. <coughs> they did, they did at one time cover, like, uh, urban legends. They've covered like the Lisa Lamb thing. Yeah, because that's a true crime, technically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was more as a mystery. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's mysterious. So how do you, how would you review? Hey, Katie, Katie Kelly said the guy in the middle is hot. I I said that earlier. I mean, somebody else. What about said the guy that on the left. <laughs> yeah. What about the guy? What about the? I am on the left, right? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, All you right, are. Good. What about? Uh, I'm not even gonna bother with it. No one will say <laughs> it. What? So how would you review Night Swims? Not not from a friend standpoint. Katie said, "Who said that?" Callahan Hatboy is okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you review our podcast? Not as a as a friend, more so as a fan per se. I like Looking it. back on a year. Looking back on a year, the first like freaking no, it, just as a whole. Months. As a whole. Oh my gosh, uh, it's good. It's getting a lot better now. Like 
y'all are actually focused on something and you're not just like just talking, talking about our feelings <laughs> or playing games. Randomly. Some of the games we played were fun. The countdown game I thought was fun. You were yeah, on that, that episode. Fun. You were on that podcast. Yeah, I was on that one. That one was that fun. Was, that, that, was, one that, was, one that one was fun. Was that before like Yeah, that was our last one before I think we did this. So do y'all have that one posted on Spotify? No, we got rid of it just so we could have strictly because our description talks about what we do now. So we figured only the podcast up, but I still have it in my computer. And yeah, we have all the podcasts. Every podcast we've, we've ever recorded is sitting on this this little MacBook right here. Yeah. Hmm. We'll give it to our kids one day. It's not backed up. <laughs> Probably should back them up somewhere yeah, on like that. a hard drive. Hard drives are expensive though, so I can't do that. Yeah, they are expensive. Do we have any more questions that were asked? Uh, I do not think so. Oh, Savannah said, "Which of y'all's podcasts is the fa- is your favorite?" I think. Oh God, there's a lot. I like, I liked uh, Russian Sleep Experiment. Yeah, yeah I like that one. I liked uh, Roanoke was good. I liked Roanoke. Roanoke. I liked uh, I liked the one where we talked about love. Yeah, we were on SoundCloud. It was very <laughs> the love deep. Love podcast was good. Uh, when we did <laughs> when we did our New Year's podcast with Spencer and Drew. Yeah, that one was just that one was just fun. What other ones? I like the. Um, I liked Countdown a lot. I like the first one that we, we've ever recorded. Yeah, we were just spitballing. That, like, yeah, that and one, stuff. It was like an hour and, then and a half. Then we ended up talking about like breakups and stuff. Yeah, it was like it was an weird. hour and a half of a weird. podcast. Savannah said, "Can y'all be done?" And then Mary Ashley, uh, upvoted that. Yes, we can be done. Yeah, we can be done. All right. All right, we're done. Bye. Thank you. That's not how it works. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Night Swims. Thank you, Preston, for joining us on our one-year anniversary. Thank you, Preston. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Love that. Thank enthusiasm. you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Oh, oh, oh. I got it. She can. She it. can say hi if she wants. Wait, no, I want in. No. Oh God. <laughs> you're so loud. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for watching. To those that are still watching, thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. What? Yep. So oh, good. And, uh, Much greatness. Hey, hey, Katie. Follow us on oh, Instagram I was at nightswims.podcast. Hey, oh. Yeah, follow, us, follow us on Instagram at nightswims.podcast, and uh, we will see y'all next week. <laughs>